Hello and welcome. This is the abbreviated West Virginia University football podcast. I am Mike Casaza from Earsports.com. This is a Paramount presentation. Look, folks, preseason's over, regular season time. I'm not going to waste words and seconds by telling you what we do here. You should know we talk about West Virginia University football. We do so in an abbreviated manner. Three things about the Mountaineers. One starts with a W. One starts with the B, one starts with the U. I'm not going to say that. You already know that, okay? Let's get right into it. The W. Well, well, well. Here we are. The regular season. College football has about the longest offseason you can find, but it's maybe also the busiest. December is a blur with, for the fortunate teams, a bowl game, but then everybody has the transfer portal, signing day, almost everybody has coaching changes, then you launch into strength and conditioning, in January, you're into spring football, another portal window, and then players get a break, which is sometimes nervy for coaches. They come back, you have the OTA-style workouts in the summer, and next thing you know, you're in camp for a month. We, and that's all of us, players, fans, coaches, we create and cover all these storylines, but they're just setups. Here's the thing that happens. Here's why it's going to matter in the regular season. We've been doing that for a long time now. But now, it changes everything we've been talking about for so long. It's posturing, projections, predictions. We're about to get actual football with consequences. Where off-seasons are kind of subjective, the regular season is pretty darn objective. You recruited well. You developed well. You hired well. The transfer portal treated you well. You explain this well quite a bit in the offseason and that's all fine for the spring and the summer it's all on trial once the regular season begins and if you're a coach or a program in the crosshairs that is exciting or terrifying the Mountaineers have done a lot of renovating in the past several months every coach or player we've talked to on Monday asked about what he does better what his side of the ball does better what has changed why will things be different let's see what they have to show for it the V is for volume so much conversation about how loud Beaver Stadium is going to be. And that's true. Puts a lot of pressure on the West Virginia offense. There's communication from the sideline of the field and then from the field to the sideline. Snap counts can be important but also pointless because the center and the quarterback typically figure something out. The center also has to be able to talk to his offensive lineman. You know how this goes. And defensively, well, Jordan Leslie made me laugh. The defensive coordinator said on Monday, quote, Penn State has got a lot of tradition, so I would like to think that their own fans wouldn't hinder their offense. I like that, right? And so does he. He doesn't want the fans in Beaver Stadium making things difficult for the Mountaineers, make it easier on the offense, so maybe it'll be hushed, right? But remember, Mountaineers had communication issues on defense last season. Those have been streamlined. We'll see if they've been solved, but safety Aubrey Burks did tell us the Mountaineers have, quote, Switched up a lot of things. There are fewer checks. I can't say too much and tell too many secrets, but there are fewer checks. We don't have to communicate as much. And look, volume can be distracting and detrimental, but volume is juice for the home team. That is almost certainly going to be the biggest crowd that WVU has ever played a game before. It's going to feel and sound that way at times. Probably going to matter here and there, but minimize the damage. Procedure penalties, timeouts, cross signals, just confusion really can't be a rash like it might be against teams that are less prepared than the Mountaineers intend to be. And finally, the U is for underdogs, and say what you will about the rankings and the point spread, but the Mountaineers sure seemed like this. They might also be accustomed to this, which is probably not the best quality to have, but 
here we are. They are big-time underdogs. They are the invited guests for a stage that is suited for someone else. This is NBC's first game with a new Big Ten TV package. It's at night. It's a striped helmet game, which I think is going to be pretty cool for aerial shots. The whole crowd's in white except one section of fans. That's like a helmet stripe of blue down the middle. Kind of want to see that. But the Mountaineers are a Big 12 team. Something of a rival, not a can of soup here. A little different than the Nittany Lions, though. So it's a Big Ten contender and an actual candidate for a college football playoff spot. Do not have to tell you, there is a gulf between these two teams. But the game does not care about that. I know this is cliche, I apologize in advance, but it doesn't mean it's not true. The field is as long and as wide for both teams. They each get 60 minutes and six timeouts. And the Mountaineers seem to be calibrated here. Play with poise, but play with urgency. Respect the quality of the opponent, but ignore the separation between the two teams. Make plays and you get a shot. Don't panic when Penn State makes the plays. Avoid the costly errors. Make Penn State's mistakes matter. And above all else, believe the anatomy of an upset. Well, you could write volumes on the topic, but it is somewhere in that underdog mentality.